so um hey brogan do you think i should uh, i should get the starter pack Fi uh, 549 biker crash skin it comes with some gems and like s some resources and i think the skin has like 40 percent nitro shroom bonus and i think you get an aku aku as well okay um, just to be clear about this crash bandicoot free to play a... phone game uh, is it uh, the biker crash from Crash Warped? Maybe. There's also <laughs> the, it's also the Bandicoot Pass that I could buy the the Bandicoot the pass. Bandy Pass, if you will. No, no, it's it's the Bandicoot Pass. Please stay on stay on brand, okay? Um, let's see. Well, well, I I can't. I have to um, I have to uh, craft some. Frosty serum, but I'm lacking the resources. So before I can do a real run at the next level, I have to do like a material farming uh, run here um, in uh, Turtle Woods. Um, there's four resources here that I can farm, uh, so I can play the runner game more. You know. Oh, uh, one of my one of my nitro serums finished. I'm gonna craft another one. I have the resources. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're you're killing me, Pavlos. You're killing me. <laughs> uh, let me let me just close this and uninstall the app. That's the move. That's the real All move. All right. All right. <clears throat> anyway, um, what did I miss? What did I miss? Uh, uh, David replaced you for a week. I had to let him go though. What do you mean a week? Like this is two weeks since we the last episode, right? Mm. Since the what did we do there? For, forget. Don't look on the RSS feed. We definitely did not play Donkey Kong Country. That did not happen. What are you talking about, Donkey Kong Country? I would never but green light that. I would never green light that. That's not a that's not a daydream cast game. That's like a, you know, it's not obscure. It's not an out of left field pick. Like, but I will say, Mega Man, Mega Man Five if, on the Game Boy. If we have game. hypothetically, mm -hmm. if we hypothetically recorded a Donkey Kong Country, it was yeah. done with the same academic rigor and attention to detail <laughs> that you would do in your average episode. Okay, Hi hypothetically, yeah, hypothetically. hypothetically. I guess I would make it a little bit less bad, but if, yeah, hi hypothetically it's fine. But uh, it's, obviously you didn't do that because you know that I wouldn't, I wouldn't approve. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, we're back. I, I think it's been uh, been been a while since uh, since I was last since since you could last hear me on the on the airwaves. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> The digital digital airwaves. Um, the regular schedule has become an irregular schedule for sure. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, some real life stuff, uh, sort of uh, making making scheduling a bit harder for us both. I, I'm willing to take. Well, eh, I don't know. I, I'll I'll take. Obviously, I'll take at least fifty percent of the blame. Maybe I'll take no, a little bit I more. think you should take like thirty to forty. To be honest. 
why no i'm i'm taking 50 i'm taking 50 it's okay. it's on both of us here we just you know just some uh bro is now a uh a respected citizen with a job and i'm a and and i'm just uh you know i, I dip in and out of different um different sleep schedules but whenever i'm in a in the normal uh european one then recording is a bit difficult for us let's see i i need a job for help care <laughs> <laughs> mur, mur. damn you help <laughs> i need uh, to live it's gotta you gotta finance your own free-to-play endeavors <laughs> yeah. Are playing that looney tunes game I am not, but uh, I'm gonna opt for the Bandicoot Pass for my healthcare. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's best value, best value. Um, all right. Well, we have a lot of stuff for you. Game games, video games. Maybe you've heard of them. They are they're hot right now. People, people. You've got a huge them. backlog, Pablos, don't you? You've got like a lot of games you've wanted to talk about, but haven't gotten the chance to. Yeah, yeah, and I'll do a quick lightning round of two games. <laughs> it's a, it's a, if you want to call that a big bag backlog, but uh, no, it's a. Uh, the first game is a is is, it's a, it's a it, no, it's a game. It's an FMV game. There's also a movie version, I think. Hypothetically, you can you can log this game on Letterboxd. I'll put it this way. Um, <laughs> it's called Tender Loving Care. Have you heard of this or seen this at all? I I have heard. Um, <laughs> I would like you to explain it to the audience. It sounds like fun. Yeah, so I I played this with a couple of uh, friends from the from the Twin Geeks community. Um, uh, streamed this because uh, it's it's an FMV game that is like kind of a you know like a like a sleazy '90s like psychological drama let's call it about a depressed uh wife and her husband they've lost lost a, a child and a like a a very like attractive like 90s c movie attractive kind of uh um like a like a sort of i'm trying to draw a comparison maybe like an sort of a mix of like uh, cruel intentions and the Palma, something like, uh, something like that, maybe mixed with uh, five dollar bargain bin <laughs> shows up, <laughs> yeah. And it's like you know, it's like this attractive like psychologist, and she like takes Ooh. like like uh, um, sort of t uh, in the mind of the the husband husband like tries like like takes up the um the the mind of his wife and like influences her and manipulates her and there's all the sexual tension but Ooh. also he like like and, and basically her methods are to indulge her um indul indulge her like um idea fix fix idea of the child still being alive like she acts like it's still alive and she her method is to sort of indulge her in that um and he opposes that and that's kind of the main conflict but the main the crux of the the crux of the game is psych tests like personality tests you take um and there's also um john uh, john hurt is, is is part of this whole thing <laughs> the accomplished actor 
Yes. In his most notable <laughs> performance. Right. He's like another psychologist um, who sort of treated this, tried to treat this lady initially and failed. And it's like, it's completely inept as a, as a psychologist, clearly. And he, has, he poses these um, personality tests and it's like super ridiculous. Um, crazy questions that are very fun to to answer and i think we screenshotted like half the game during the playthrough uh but um i would say those those are fun <laughs> especially did you learn about together. how tender of a gamer you were we already established i'm i'm a <laughs> i'm the tender gamer uh, you're my, a lover not a fighter that's my nickname uh yeah but of course, it it drags. It's uh, we did it in one playthrough. It drags. There's several no, endings. No, games drag. What? The, the the endings aren't as distinct and over the top as I had hoped. Um, but there's some nudity along the way. <laughs> there's, and the, the those those tests are, are are pretty pretty fun to to do together. So it was a good time, but. Don't 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 play don't play tender loving care. Not um, actually worth it. No no no. no. <laughs> there's Damn. better there's better FMV games. Uh, maybe like like Night yeah. Trap. <laughs> that, no, definitely not Night Trap. Uh, um, but yeah, maybe maybe I'll talk about uh, more FMV games in the future. Um, certainly. Certainly uh, a good time, always. Um, even what's the they... other game? What's that? What's the other game you are going to talk about yeah, today? The other, the other thing is also very specific. It's the Tekken 6 multiplayer co-op mode. If you like were the... ever thinking, dear listener, do we <laughs> tailor our video game picks to the audience and what's happening now? The answer is no, <laughs> we do not. <laughs> so so a friend of mine wanted to do this and we did it while i still had three months of of game pass and gold express life gold uh, and i got this i, I own this Tekken 6 just through some games with gold from i don't know a long time ago um and it has this weird um weird like cooperative mode cooperative um campaign where you you pick two fighters and then it's a like top down not quite top down but like um sort of top, like like uh um third person like uh brawler essentially but like you're in a 3D space you move through 3D environments you pick up like weapons just like in a brawler it's essentially like PS2 final fight <laughs> or something I like, get you, uh, yeah. uh, and you can do all the moves you do in the fighting game in the actual fighting game you can do those just in a 3d space and um it also kind of cuts out all the cutscenes which i played a little bit of the single player the actual single player and i know the cutscenes were kind of annoying as you know the best thing about tekken are the arcade endings the arcade mode endings the story mode eh you know um but um but that's all cut from this co-op mode, <laughs> uh, so it's just that. And you like, you you pick up. There's a, like a loot system, <laughs> like the enemies drop like 
gear with stats and you can equip those stats and your character will look totally ridiculous uh, while you cast customize them like obviously Tekken always had like at a certain point always had like the customization stuff and um, they quickly went goofy with it and this is no different uh, and they yeah they have like different stats and um, <laughs> right <laughs> it's a it's a weird thing but it was fun it was kind of a it was a really like fun like I don't know what maybe like ninety minutes or so. I don't know that sounds like a good time. It reminds me of when like Mortal Kombat would do solo modes and they would do things. But the difference here is Tekken has a satisfying game before that, and they still pattern it off that. Like I could see them just translating the sort of combo juggle style because like Tekken is about combos and juggling in the air in normal fighting, and that's. That sounds like it translates really well to a brawler versus yep. Mortal Kombat being directionless and aimless and just doing it to do it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I really like Tekken, probably my favorite fighting game series. Um, I really like the arcadiness of it. Um, and it translates quite well into a 3D brawler, which is not the best. Like, you know, uh, not not the... Not the most, let's say, lucky genre in terms of, yeah. uh, <laughs> like you know, a lot of lot of mishits there, especially like PS two, PS two era, like some established um, brawlers going three D. Um, what you're saying uh, is Final Fight for the, for the PS two is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, uh, on the other hand, you know. Uh, this is this is more like I would not describe it as that, but I would describe it more like as a fun example of like a fun fighting game, doing like different modes, you know, like yep. when when fighting games like had was still like you know, tech, having fun. I mean, Tekken always has fun. Uh, that's why I like the series. It kind of always has. It's a series that likes fun. <laughs> Well, well, like I think, fun. I think it is important for a fighting game to be able to, especially like a home fighting game, like that you would play in the living room or something. It should definitely have different options for different kinds of players. Like not everybody can necessarily be as competitive. So yeah, uh, alternative some people are modes, just better you know. at bowling. So you yep. have a bowling mode. <laughs> um, yeah, taking bowling. No, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's a it's night and day compared to like the sparseness and super like hyper um uh how would you call it like hyper uh monetized yeah uh, like a uh, game like um street fighter 5 for example um which uh you know not to say that i mean tekken 7 i think also has quite a bit of dlc but um street fighter 5 is pretty brutal about it it's like yeah. pretty brutal yeah, like Street Fighter Five, I feel like is like a, that's like a, like a subscription <laughs> to like well, a. It's like if well, they'll literally to charge it. you for like stages, and I like stages, but I don't want to spend money on stages. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know how on their like like uh, how on their what um, which season pass they're on. Like, is it like the the third one maybe? Well, well, for Street Fighter Five, um, technically, as of now, you could go to 
you could go to a store or online and you could buy the you know ultra um, omega edition and the only thing that would be missing from that is basically the last year's worth of dlc content which is like the this last season pass that which has been like maybe the fifth season Ugh. um you wouldn't get that from uh okay. that. But other than that you would get it's, all the, yeah. the dlc the, the difference to put it most simply and we this is a topic topic we obviously <laughs> always return to because that's just the reality of video games uh, is you know Street Fighter Five is a games as a service ga- game as a service game <laughs> a service game <laughs> even though it's not by Sega it's a service game <laughs> um, I wish I could buy a Crash Bandicoot biker skin for Street Fighter Five <laughs> it's missing yeah Crash Crash get Crash into Street Fighter <laughs> let's see I think it writes itself um anyway speaking of uh you know speaking of uh, catering to audience the audience and like what's hot these days people like that from software there. they do you know i get a lot of mail personally through carrier mm. pigeons oh, and yeah. the fans ask me all the time brogan what? we need yeah. you to talk more about from software games <laughs> yes and i'm like uh, Pablos has banned all Bloodborne, all Dark Souls, all Sekiro talk. I haven't been allowed to talk about it. But Without I found even a loophole. saying anything, I've done it. Without even saying anything. <laughs> I found a loophole. I have oh, played no. at least the first two Kingsfields games. Um, mm. And I'm going to play. I'm planning on playing all of the From Software RPGs from before uh, Demon Souls, like including Shadow Tower and stuff. But mm-hmm. as of now, I have completed the original Japanese uh, with an English patch of Kingsfield 1, and I am in the middle of playing Kingsfield 2, uh, which is Kingsfield 1 to everywhere that's not Japan. So, yeah. It's called Kingsfield, but it's uh, 2 in, in reality. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to play Adventures of Cookie and Cream? I will. I will I will do them all. <laughs> it is It is the only okay. way to uh, we should, we should be able to talk about from software games on this podcast. We, we should try to to get that going together like play that in multiplayer i wouldn't mind doing co-op games in multiplayer i almost was like going to try out sonic or knuckles chaotix multiplayer because i never played it multiplayer yeah uh Mm -hmm. we should do co-op games together that's so easy to do that's so easy to do like parsec is a dream it's so good like it's so great parsec uh for for that stuff um so we could have done it easily. I think it just would have been subject to the same scheduling <laughs> problems like the podcast. That and I didn't think about it. I thought about it after the fact and I played yeah. the game like a right. month ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I also didn't think about it. But hey, we can still play Knuckles Cha- Chaotix, Brogan. I'll still play We will. You. Um, Another time. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's yeah, let's hear let's hear what you have to say about okay. this field. Okay. So my take for Kingsfield is, especially to people who have only played the Miyazaki era from Soft Games, is it's very clearly like Miyazaki did not do as much as a lot of people probably think he does in design, um, because there's a lot of things that carry over from Kingsfield to Dark Souls and the Souls games. Uh, it the rewarding difficulty, the sort of atmosphere, even like the story. The story is very uh, similar in a lot of ways. Um, It's just not as fleshed out because you're on a PS1 and the polygons are in the single digits. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. But like it, it's it's very charming. And yeah. um the first one was honestly passable. However, Kingsfield 2 is really good. It's like mm-hmm. really good. Um I was surprised because like basically the that American Kingsfield I'm going to call it Kingsfield 2, American Kingsfield 1. It, it you're on an island and it's it's open. It, like it's really open and it feels very Dark Soulsy um without a lot of the Dark Souls rubbish. Um and it's is, and it's very conventional first person uh dungeon crawler but it's very satisfying uh, a lot of a lot of things carry over particularly i like the sound design i like the atmosphere and aesthetic even though there's you know not that many you know details what details are there are very enjoyed and appreciated um i have to go i have to pedal back a bit what's what's the what's the dark souls rubbish i need to i need to hear this <laughs> i need to hear brogan bashing his favorite thing in the <laughs> it's not my favorite game to be clear <laughs> i don't like love dark souls i would gladly trade all the dark souls games for like one zelda game to be clear. Oh, wow. okay okay <laughs> Oh. So now we're now I'm allowed to talk about Dark Souls now that I'm bashing it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only mode you can talk about it in. No, but like as far as exploration goes, I feel like a lot of times Dark Souls, especially the later titles, I, I think Dark Souls 1 specifically um has you know some exceptions to it, but like there will be linear paths. And Kingsfield is very open. There's a lot that I missed. And I, you know, I can go so far into a dungeon and come out the other side and not know half of what was there. Yeah. And and that sort of thing, like, that's present in Dark Souls. But as those games went on, um, Miyazaki, and, like, yeah. as, as it became more bigger and more approachable, they wanted to make it more approachable to audiences. And that means less missed content. That means more guided approach, and oh, yeah. like that's that's not what you know what I love about this series, at least. I, I think the the Dark Souls radicalness has been has been grotesquely overstated uh, over the years, uh, personally. But uh, like, um, I, I guess it did some things for the it, it did some things um, and did them like on a on a bigger budget and a bigger scale. I think the scale is Uh, what does it. Yeah. Yeah, the scale. But the things themselves were like nothing new or nothing that went away ever. (laughs) Like it's not a not nothing new there. But um it it it, I I will admit it did it did it on a on a like mass scale and gained the the mass appeal. Um but um uh, yeah so but then since you mentioned dungeons for Kingsfield like Dark Souls, you know the Souls games don't really have dungeons per se, right? No, they don't. Uh, I mean, they, they do. They do. Like they do. It it's complicated. I don't know. Yeah, they've got catacombs. Like the like, there's catacombs, and then there's you know skeletons. There's still skeletons with swords. Skeletons with swords never stopped being a thing when you turned the corner. It's just that there are clearly more open areas and more uh, well, designed vistas and more you know. Yeah, things, but a dungeon I would call something that's like clearly. Um, if you're ta- talking like literally a dungeon from... crawler, there are still signs of that, and there's still bones of that 
in there, especially tunnels. If you're wondering about tunnels, yeah, those still exist. There's just not that many of them. Yeah. And is is it also like animation priority and stuff like that? Is it like the, the combat? Is it is it that basically? Um, it. I mean, I think a lot of people nowadays really like it for the combat quality. But like even Kingsfield, as I played Kingsfield two, um, I appreciated its combat. Um, I don't mm -hmm. particularly like love how Dark Souls three approaches it with the because like it's very reactive. It's very like reading the animations dodging yeah. and like all that i, yeah, I sort of like in kings in kingsfield what basically what happens is you want to walk up really fast to the monster and before it does the long sweep animation to hit you and take out half your health you need to hit it and then you need to run back and um it's very mm -hmm. visceral in a sense that i don't think is in dark souls at least Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne or whatever. But like, yeah. and I'd still say there's a lot there that remains. Um, if you're wondering about how much of a dungeon crawler is it, they probably get rid of it as it goes further on. But it's still always there. Like Bloodborne has, cat. like Bloodborne literally has roguelike dungeons. It's yeah. Those are the chalice anyway. dungeons, you know? Uh, yeah, right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> All right, Pablo. Never mind. Give, I, I Ignore regret, me. I re regret giving you an opening to, uh, to Bloodborne. Uh, <laughs> I actually never asked about it. So, um, yeah, nice <laughs> no. try, Brogan. Nice try. I, I tried I, to bait it I, in. I, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I was, I was actually just curious about Kingsfield uh, in particular, but, um, but yeah, no, that sounds sounds good. I mean. Yeah, I'll I'll try those. I think some someday some someday I was I've been curious about them for a long I time. I will say, um, and this is this is actually mm -hmm. the thing that the the game that reminds me the most, and the game I like the most out of the uh, Miyazaki Dark Souls games. Technically, it's not a Miyazaki game; it's the Tanamura game, Dark Souls Two. I really like Dark Souls Two, and as I play Kingsfield, it reminds me of Dark Souls Two. So maybe that's the one you'd like. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I like Kingsfield after. I'll have to play it first. But uh, I've only played the first Dark Souls, and it's—I think I've said it before—it's a good game. But also, you're not in love. Calm, calm down, calm down, guys, calm down. Um. Anyway, uh, you'd much right. rather be playing Tender Loving Care. That's the—that's <laughs> the real. That is the real. I mean, you know, if if John if John Hurt was in Dark Souls, then it'd be a different story. Uh, I mean, I have to tell Pablos to calm down after playing Tender Loving Care. Calm down, Pablos. You need to... You know, I know your blood boils. It rises up. Yeah, Some urges so come out. Sweaty. But... And stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Risk of Rain 2. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a segue. Yeah, thank you. Uh, what a game. What a game. I'm... I'm I'm uh, I'm loving I'm loving this game. Uh, so I've been playing with uh, with the, with a friend, uh, Oliver, uh, who's uh, you know fan of the sh friend of the show. Uh, maybe hopefully we we can have him on someday. Uh, uh, and we've been playing a lot of Risk of Rain two lately together. Um, and uh, what's Risk of Rain two? You ask. It's a the sequel to Risk of Rain. With, and it's basically the same 
game in a way, but 3D, which in fact changes everything. Um, and there is a whole slew of characters to pick from to start a run. They all have different abilities and play totally differently. Um, and then you go through different uh, worlds and uh, you pick up uh, items along the way, which have different effects and they also stack and you get stronger like that. Um, and there's a whole lot of secrets around to do, like where you can go to secret like worlds and challenges and loop your runs and unlock items. There's a, there's a persistent currency, which, um, which lets you buy items and then I think they're unlocked for any future runs. So technically this is a rogue-like because there are some elements that carry over uh, in a way, like that currency is the only thing that carries over, but you do also, there's a lot of achievements like challenges you can do and some unlock different um, like alternate moves on like, you know, every character has like uh, the same amount of buttons to have like skills tied to and you have like a, a start a loadout at the start uh, like uh, just start you, when you unlock the character they have a loadout but by doing these challenges you can unlock at least one alternative move on that button for that character so for example the first character which is like a gunner type um, has like a, a role but if you do specific challenge with him achieve something with playing while playing him in the, in the game you can unlock on that button a slide instead and use the slide instead which is in my opinion a little bit better um and yeah there's just a lot of challenges to unlock and like a lot of like stuff and so many secrets like a lot of stuff that uh, either you read up on or you try to figure it out or you have some rando um join your game and then they do like all the secret shit in the game and keep looping the game so that the run i think our run lasted like one and a half hours because of because that guy was just doing like crazy things that like ollie and i had no idea what was <laughs> going on but we were just kind of um going along with it and then we failed at the final boss because the guy used some something that essentially gimped him from being like he was like super overpowered and used something something that basically totally um <laughs> like kill like like there's an there's a thing where so let's say you have like a hundred items and like let's say 20 different items and like some of them as, as as i say if you collect them several times the effect stacks so let's say you have 20 items but it's like 50 in total because you have multiples of a lot of them and like he was crazy and then there's a thing which you can use and it like bundles like instead of 50 i 50 versions uh, 50 like um pieces 50 how do you call it? an amount of 50 shared between 20 items it bundles them as like that same amount of 50 items but only spread across like three or four items so you have like three or four effects that are like to the max like like uh, um tuned to the max basically but you lose all those other effects that you had and for some reason right before the boss he used that thing <laughs> and like i think it would have been an easy clear like would have been easy uh, kill on the final boss to clear to finish that run but in, like all of a sudden he was useless and <laughs> I don't know if it was intentional or <laughs> what, what he was doing, but 
like he was clearly an expert in, in everything else so very very surreal like multiplayer experience with, with the random like the kind you can only have like with a random person <laughs> um, so that was fun um, yeah the game is really really cool all the like like growing in every run run is really fun uh, the characters are really cool and interesting and a great soundtrack to it um, it the game run like there's a lot of shit happening on screen like the number of enemies and things going off and effects is crazy and for that it holds up extremely well both in terms of the frame rate as well as the, like the lag to your uh in, in multiplayer to be we, clear you're playing the switch right yeah we're playing on switch as well so it took a long long like at the end of the the that long 90 minute run or whatever the, the game was, you know, there was so much on screen because it just kept ramping up um, that it was like chugging. But it, in a way, it was chugging, it, it was chugging in a stable way. Like, <laughs> it was like, even if it was 10 FPS from all the fucking. So I can't, you know, I can't. A um, reliable 10 FPS is better than any you know it was still it felt like it was still in control and those 10 fps were necessary at that point it was slow convey, motion that's all convey the convey the it, those 10 fps were necessary to convey the craziness on screen like i was glad the framework was finally like dropping <laughs> it was um, thematic almost yeah sure no for sure like um yeah <laughs> so um i played game. risk of raid 2 um, I would recommend it. I play it on PC. I've done probably only about three or four runs. I've only unlocked like two characters. Um, oh but it is a very satisfying experience. And um, it's especially better with like the more people, the better. Like I, I, I got a lot yeah. of mileage out of it when yeah. there were like four people playing. Yeah, and, sure. you know, mm. it was great. Yeah, we played with that random. We also played with Murph one time, hopefully um not the last time and yeah with three players it's even more fun i assume with four even more fun it, i think it ups all the like you know the values of the enemies and hp and stuff but i think in the end you still win out so even though it ups that stuff i think the um the uh it, it sort of the extra player alleviates things and in the end like the about like the res as a result it's I think a little bit easier with an extra player like that's kind of how i think how it shakes out like it's, it's not a one-to-one -one. um it doesn't get the increase in difficulty isn't as much as like the the um you know what i'm saying <laughs> the uh the the help that you gain by having an extra player that makes sense um is that yes. making sense? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thumbs up. I was just waiting for feedback here. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should just let it the, die so you could silence. just be awkward on the podcast. Yeah. The silence. Risk, risk of silence. Um, yeah. So pick that up. I think it might still be on sale. Maybe not anymore. But I think it goes uh, on sale regularly. Okay, that's the first time I saw it on sale. But <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't. Switch. I mean, Switch is different. Switch is different. Yeah, I was on the Switch. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, the Risk of Rain two, C catch it. 
Okay. Uh, all, right. all right. So the last one. Last one before yeah. we talk yeah. about yeah. Knuckles yeah. Chaotix. Yeah. 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 I promise. Yeah. All right. You wanted originally to talk about Super Mario 3D World, and you never did. <laughs> I never did. Yeah, you never what, did. What you, what you gonna do about it, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna talk about it. I played the game. What? I was like, oh, Pavlos thinks he's so high and mighty playing games that I didn't play. Well, guess what, motherfucker? I'm playing all the games you played. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then next week, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play that Tekken. I'm, I'm going to play that Tekken game. Can you hear the I'm going to be like, yeah, what's up? In my voice. Yeah. Okay, okay I see how it is. Well, I'm going to play uh, Kingsfield. <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd like to see you try anyways uh mario 3d world okay here's two things number yeah. one i i replayed mario 3d world after a long time not yeah. playing it i played it when it originally came out on the wii u and i wasn't mm -hmm. super impressed by it and mm -hmm. when i would like see you or other people talk about how great it is i didn't see it I think I see mm. it a little bit mm. now, but even then, I'm not like wowed by the game. Mm. Um, mm. And and then the <laughs> oh no, and, then, uh, <laughs> and the other thing was I played oh, Bowser's oh, Fury, oh. and I liked Bowser's Fury. It it wasn't as much as I wanted it to be, but I liked I liked what was there. I liked the playground aspect. Um, I would prefer I would prefer it in a Mario 3D World sense if it was linear. Um, but hey, whatever, because it felt like a half-assed odyssey almost. Um, but that being said, I liked the I liked the game for the most part, and uh, it reminded me of Mario Sunshine because of the tropical stuff. Um, but but yeah, yeah, that's those those are my two topics. Two topics. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Buzz's Fury. I mean, it's it's often uh, like. I see it more talked about as a the an evolution of Odyssey, not a half not a half-assed Odyssey, because um, it it sort of tries the uh, it does the 3D Mario thing of like different worlds, but instead they're all part of one interconnected world, yeah, like different uh, part of of um, different segments, like obviously still distinct segments. Um, I can see that they're all yeah. part of one world, and then you have also on top of that the um the live uh element of like kaiju bowser fucking your shit up uh all the while i could see those as an evolution definitely and i mean like if they made a mario odyssey too i could see bowser's fury being like the pattern for how they design levels that being said when i say half-ass i mean it more so in terms of like the mission design um, and set oh, sure. piece design. Um, now I agree. Like I, I think the divergent element of like Bowser popping up out of nowhere. Oh, it's now raining. Ah, and now that stuff's really cool. But that being said, like the, each mission to where you get your shines, the cat shines or whatever, they're they're like they're lacking. Um, that that's how I'd say that. Um, yeah, they're yeah. not particularly special. Um, right, right. And, and, and I would say like. You could talk. We could argue about how good Odyssey is. I don't think Odyssey is like super amazing, but like Odyssey would have like a, a dedicated thing for each one. Like I, there are specific set pieces that I would play in my head, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that from Odyssey. Super fun." Um, there aren't that many set pieces in Bowser's Fury. I would say that. Yeah, I think I think that's that's you know that's uh, totally accurate. Uh, hard to deny that. Mm. But 
I mean, I yeah, understand. It is. It is. It is. I think it's going for different things, and or like, it's more. I think it's proof of concept. Um, I think that's sure. a fair description for it. Uh, but not in the sense that it's because of that. It's like, um, it's it's not merit. literally half-assed. Right. I, I just meant a, it in my way. But yes, I yeah, understand. It's, what you're it's saying. not. A, it's not a bare bones proof of concept. But it is sort of. You could see uh, stuff that they do here like with in on in a full-blown way with with like the you know set piece stuff let's say or the more original settings and um more varied environments of a of an odyssey um and i find the immersive element quite 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 intriguing uh with uh, with bowser zilla uh in there um yeah yeah but who knows maybe it's it's just a one-off for them it's hard to say but um, I, I I could see them going for that interconnected world, Mario of the Wild <laughs> um, style thing. I I will one. say another mm-hmm. evolution. We didn't talk about that evolution, but like Bowser Jr. for me feels like what they wanted like the second player playing Mario Galaxy to do. Like they wanted mm. it to ultimately just help Mario. But like when you play Mario Galaxy, you're just a cursor collecting star bits, which is very mediocre and not fun. But Bowser Jr., I only played the A I played with the AI a little bit. It's whatever. But like I could see that being an, a more dedicated idea to that sort of multiplayer, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh Bowser Jr. It's kind of a lesser Mario character for me. Like You're a Koopaling guy. Yeah. Yeah, Koopaling. What's your favorite Koopaling? Overshadow. I mean, it has to be Ludwig. I I agree. Ludwig is the best. I like Roy. I do like Roy, but yeah, yeah. it's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, one thing I wanted to say about 3D World. Um, and I'll leave out Odyssey because that's just a different topic. But just sure. 3D World. Um, uh, I I really like 3D World. Um. But I think I personally prefer, but we're talking like, you know, this is like high, very high level, <laughs> like nitpicky. Mario like, theory. Yeah, no, this is like very like, this is super nitpicky. Like this is a great game and like mo- like many, many platformers pale against this anyway. But sure. Very polished, talking, very well designed. Yes. Yeah. Very creative. Um, um, the 2.5D, I, 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 yeah, I prefer the full 3D to the 2.5D. Um, that's my, that's my general feelings on it. Like, um, because 3D World, for those who haven't played it, like 3D Land on 3DS, is is sort of um, a it, it is it is a 3D space, but it's not like a free camera, but it's like a camera on a fixed axis, and you like sort of turn it in specific like basically you align mario whoever you're playing as you align them constantly on like a a new axis which is like more of a 2d axis than a 3d axis if that makes sense like whenever the platforming happens that is more of a 2.2 2d or 2.5d affair it's not a full 3d like um space that you explore and generally the levels are much more horizontal than 
they then you know depth oriented um so um once you play it it's 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 fairly fairly obvious um what, what i'm talking about um and yeah i think that's a an interesting was an interesting way to go for it but i prefer the free the free wheeling full-on 3d uh style this is the dark or, Souls or, or, moment where I or go, the 2d oh wait or the 2D this is the Dark Souls like, moment uh, where I go, oh wait, Pablos didn't actually love this game. <laughs> I'm like, tell me more. No, um, no I will say no, two no. things. It's a great. It's 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 no no. It's totally. That's why that's why I said it. This is nitpicky. Like this is this is a great game. That's not quite fantastic, or not quite on the Olympus as the best 3D stuff or the best 2D stuff. Like, um, yeah. I will say two things. Number one, I actually, at times, it really depends on the level. Sometimes I prefer that camera style. And I prefer, not necessarily the 2.5D, it really depends on how it's like layered. But that being said, I like how some, I think having that full control of the camera and having it just be like a general 3D space, um, I think that leads to a lot of mess when you let the player handle it. Um, and it leads to scenarios where, you know, you're sort of juggling both. Um, I like the fact that because it's much more guided and it has much more of a fixed perspective that um, I, I feel like I'm not wrestling with another mechanic. It feels like I am much more dedicated to actual platforming. Again, it depends on the level. It depends on the specific circumstance. But there are times where I strongly prefer that uh, fixed angle. Um, the other thing I would say is, you know, this might be, and I don't know because I didn't play it with friends. I don't have friends. Um, this may be oh. one of the better multiplayer experiences for Mario because you could play with four people. And this is sort of like one of the few 3D-esque multiplayer experiences for Mario. Yeah, that's fair. And, and you know, like when I, when I knock it down and don't see how it's special... I also didn't experience a fundamental part of the game. So that's not fair for me, you know? Ah, uh, you didn't collect everything to unlock the final uh, challenges. Is that what you meant? I, I mean, I meant that as well, but I also meant fundamentally speaking with the multiplayer. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. No, I agree about the multiplayer, but yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I'm what I'm hearing is that I like the game better than you <laughs> you but, do like the game better than me i don't hate the game yeah. it's fine yeah no no yeah i think i like the guys then I, I, I like the game much more than you but um it's funny that in this for this discussion you're kind of the on the you're kind of defending it again this <laughs> is like the dark souls interesting yeah. dynamic yeah yeah <laughs> um but I, I will i will yeah even though i like the game more than you i will disagree that um <laughs> What you what about your first point? Because I think this two point five D style for me is much higher maintenance than just regular two D, which obviously self explanatory in two D you don't have to do anything. But even then the three D, because the level design of the three D, I would say it just wasn't so much dependent on like accurate like camera placement and the, and, and stuff like that. Whereas this two point five D style, I feel like I have to constantly readjust the camera. Depth perception can be an issue. Um, because that all that's that stuff is more compensated in Odyssey because you're not just doing platforming in Odyssey. You have like the enemy abilities, um, which work totally differently 
and not only in Odyssey, but like you, you can dodge just dodge stuff more more easily or whatever. Like this is like the two 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 D style of like a lot of pits, a lot of you know in th regular three D Mario or like full on three D Mario. You don't die as often from falling, for example. You have a you have sure. health. In fact, <laughs> you have health points. Um, so. Uh, this operates much more by the rules of 2D Mario, yes. but adds a camera on top, which you always have to manage. So for me, it's much higher maintenance than See, straight up 2D or 3D. Pavlos, I got through the hammer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this hammer bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm Style. the hammer bro now. No, <laughs> I, I will say this. I don't, I, it depends. If it's like, if it's like that pseudo 2D where it's, it's that, fake sort of distance and that depth perception is definitely difficult but other than that when it's like almost alterable i almost never have a problem with camera and i also like the idea of a 2d mario linear style in a 3d space like this because when you play Mario Odyssey, I, we keep saying Odyssey. It could be 64. I could say yeah. 64 for variety. Yeah. Galaxy. Um, you're right. There there are less hazards. There's just less problems. But also, like, part of me doesn't like that sort of approach. I like Mario when it's very guided and constructed. And, like, the sandbox stuff is cool for a lot of it. I don't mind it, and it's fun. But that being said, um, that curated design is much more appreciated in um for me in the in the mario franchise so i don't know why i like this game less than you pablos explain to me why you like this game so much <laughs> because i think it's still very good and um i it's it's super creative it's really it has a great like personality and vi like very vibrant very my uh, favorite bits of the game were captain toad and captain toad got his own game so like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but and you're wondering why like i i it's clear that i like it more i don't think the best parts are the captain toad levels those those are pretty basic in in that in 3d world um <laughs> but they're cute Sure. Yeah. No, the Captain Toad game is is great, uh, for sure. Uh, great. Uh, it's cool that they did that. Um, but yeah, uh, I I uh, I haven't really played Buzz Fury much myself, so I will report back on that. I kind of, kind of bench the game a little bit. I don't know why. I need to get back to it because I was still in that final final stretch of 3D World. Um, which yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's not a it's not a short game if you if you're doing everything like if you're yeah I mean that that's the thing was was I I mean I got to that like world eight when I was going into the Bowser stuff but like the the green star count started going higher for like required stuff and it started to get really hard and I'm like part of me was like I just want and then by a certain point in time I found out Bowser's Fury was its own game. I didn't have to unlock it or anything. At that point I was like, let's just breeze through this. I, I'm not going to dedicate the time. But I I, I guess I could still try to. Like sounds yeah. fun still. Uh, I'm doing uh, yeah, uh, I'm doing all the coins, all the golden flags. Uh I wanna do I wanna get to Champions Road um in three D World and, and try that since it's known as the one of the hardest things in a Mario game. So, uh, yeah, 
curious to see that for myself. Um, all right. Uh, I think I think it's time. It's to time on, to right? talk about the main attraction. The main attraction. Ha ha. Yeah, attraction. I see what you did there. I don't know if you know what you did there, but uh, what did I do? The the worlds in this game are are called attractions. Uh, <laughs> That's right, because uh, it's like carnival. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm smart. This is Knuckles Chaotix, also known as Knuckles Chaotix, featuring Knuckles the Echidna. Welcome to the next level in 32X <laughs> World. <laughs> That's the that's the tagline of the game. Um, so. What a game! What, what a, game. a game! What a game! What a game! This is one of my favorites. Like, regardless of, we're gonna talk about you know, gonna give give a fair. It's got discussion. flaws. It's gotta, got some give, stuff. Yeah, we're gonna talk. Give this a fair shake in a moment, but just gonna say for a long, long time, this has been a a Pavlos game. Like this is like I'm I'm associated with this game. People at me when this game comes up because uh, I I really like a lot of things about it a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is Nikos Chaotix. It came out in '95 for the 32X, your favorite console um, or your favorite Mega Drive add-on. Uh, that's not the Sega CD. <laughs> um, uh, it um, it, it, it had a prominent prototype in 94 called Sonic Crackers, <laughs> um, which uh, didn't involve the Chaotix, uh, but Sonic and Tails, but basically tried out all these things, the things that are in the game. Um, the game would be a regular like Sonic type platformer if it didn't have um, a major uh, like uh, it wouldn't deviate in a major way mechanically with the partner system where you're always playing as two characters who are connected by an by magical elastic rubber band uh, it's like a tether basically yeah. yeah and with this tether mechanic you can basically wind up the other guy and send send them flying literally flying like you can fly like you can bounce yourself up and around the whole level and like fly up and um you can also pick up the the person new super mario Brothers style and throw them um and uh uh there's different characters and um they have they have like different abilities so you have knuckles the the echidna the 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 chidna uh, I don't know why I said that. Um, can, uh, can I'm just lie? letting you no, talk. No reaction. No reaction. No, no. I'm just letting you do it. <laughs> Keep going. Um, who, he can he can glide and climb walls. You know that stuff. Um, we have Mighty the the armadillo, the the armadillo. I, I don't. I'll I'll pronounce all of these in the Okay, Pablo's. Uh, <laughs> a, he has a wall jump. Um, you have you have SPO. The Chamaleon. <laughs> someone, someone stop me. Um, Espy the Chameleon. Who There's no one here, Pavlos. They <laughs> left after you said it chide. No. <laughs> it's uh, just you and me. Yeah. He, he can run along walls. Um, you have uh, Vector. <laughs> I don't know why I said that in a with a southern twang. The... You got, uh, you got Vector, the crocodile. 
he can uh, he has like a boost move and he can also climb walls but he, he can like boost through the, the the air and finally you have charmy b not charmy the b but charmy b <laughs> um he can uh, he's a bee so he can fly he's also around. super tiny he's a tiny bee he's he's a oh. bee charmy charmy bee Okay, he's he's he's, you know what his real name should be? It should be Charmy B the B. You're killing me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, I'm gonna jump in here. Okay, two two. Okay, first off, let me ask you if there's like a thesis statement or like a or like a core thing. Is it the aesthetic or is it the unique gameplay that makes this a Pavlos game? I think it's the two joke characters that I have mentioned. Uh, which oh, it's the robot. Oh, okay, and, it's the the garbage characters. No, no, no. <laughs> They're two, garbage. Like, no, I just that was literally weights. <laughs> it is as if you have a giant weight tethered to you. Yeah, yeah. Those are like or a tiny weight. characters. I like that one. Is just called Bomb. Like that's just his name, Bomb. Um, yeah. So, so no. I mean. It's a lot of things. First of all, you have this. This is the best. The chaotics are the best. That's the best thing about Sonic. Period. Uh, th- and these are all first appearances besides Knuckles and, and Mighty. Mighty, obviously. I mean, for many, it will still be the first one because who played Sega Sonic arcade? The Sega Sonic the Hedgehog, the the arcade game. Um, that was his first appearance. Um, but like all the like all the others are like you know originate from this. And what a great cast! Like Vector is a top three Sonic character. I would say Vector is my favorite out of these chaotic things. I like Mighty a lot. I play Mighty in like Sonic Mania and stuff. But like Vector is like the star for me. I I choose Vector, like playing this game. He's what I do. And yeah. you know, I like Charmy B. He's cool. Like I, I, the only one I can't really like. I like Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles. Like the only one I can't really like. I think SP was the weakest of the bunch. Uh, but I think. Um, I think I, there are people who like SBO. SBO oh, is not sure. a me thing, but like, yeah, there are people who like him. I think Knuckles is probably yeah. the weakest. There's people who like Cream the Bunny. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Oh, Knuckles is the weakest? No. No, I like Knuckles. Um, anyway, but um, no. So, um the thing that words cannot convey <laughs> is that this game has hacker style like it's it it's it's it it's looks aesthetic. and animates so well it's it's a beautiful game uh, beautiful uh, art um it's the the art is um uh the lead designer here is also the guy who did Ristar, another amazing looking sega game and one of the best on the Mega Drive, um, it has amazing sprite work and animation. Like, the, like, like take Vector. Like his animations are just fantastic. So expressive, um, you know, so so varied. Um, the backgrounds are amazing. The soundtrack. The soundtrack is interesting. Uh, basically, it's like two newcomers basically did, did it. Um, like you got you got Junko Shirazu on the one hand, who wasn't completely new. He did like Outrunners on the Mega Drive uh, before that, but not not too many more titles. And and Mariko Nanba, who later on went to do like Space Channel Part Two, um, 
and like later Sonic games, Sonic games, including <laughs> Sonic 06, which to be fair, the music is not the problem of that game. Um, she also did like other later Sonic games, but this is basically where she got her start. And the soundtrack is one of the best in, in a in a in a in a series that has consistently great soundtracks. Uh, like regardless of how bad the games got later on, the soundtracks were consistently uh, really good. This is one of the best soundtracks in the series. Um, it's so evocative. It's really. Um, it has a great mood, a great atmosphere to it. It it it, um, it accompanies the different uh, six worlds that are pretty distinct, um, and it accompanies those pretty well. There's also like it, they're also like associated with like different time of days, and like the soundtrack has a lot of that. Like it has a, like a wistful, often a wistful feel. Uh, not it's definitely some city pop. Um, uh, elements like of like ja 80s uh, Japanese like 80s like fusion um, like you know like obviously most video game music of the 90s <laughs> um, but still here it's very apparent that influence um, and it's it's a great it's a great vibe <laughs> as the kids would say I agree know? that's um, probably the highlight for me as well um, yeah yeah I'm trying to think of things for me to enter in. Okay, I, I'm going to basically Sorry. start over here. Yeah, I've been, um, I've been gushing, but we, we can... Get we're going to take it parts. to bro time now. We're going to yeah, break yeah. it down a little bit. Let's go back to the tether mechanic. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. the thing that... It's both a blessing and a curse. But I think it is ultimately a blessing. Because it is so unique. Right? It, ju it justifies yeah. the game. Right? Yeah. It, it's frustrating, but it's also consistent. So basically, you have to learn it. And the way you play with the, the weight that is the other character and how you bounce around is very satisfying once you get familiar with it. And that's what I find really... I think platformers a lot of times don't go for anything unique or you know different and this game is like let's try a fundamentally different way to move and that mm -hmm. i really appreciate and it still is very sonic because it is still so focused on momentum mm -hmm. and it's still focused on you know these different things um and that's really special um that being said i think it's frustrating and when you go into like level design for instance it's they're very vertical um be because vert verticality is a way to challenge that sort of system and really test the player in how well you know the tether mechanics by how well you're climbing and how well you're jumping from platform to platform as you're going up instead of the gen the general sonic system before is very horizontal with layers yeah um that being said and paths and paths yeah and um that being said, I think because of that, and you go into like the character designs, every character you said has a way to go up. They, they all have a way to climb a wall, even mm -hmm. if it's a bad way. Mighty has a way to jump off a wall. Um, and if you learn that, it becomes like a little bit more like Mega Man X where you're jumping up and down. But other than that, it can be very frustrating to do that. Or, you know, Vector can dash in a direction. Or Charmy B could just fucking fly everywhere. Charmy B is very easy to play as. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's the. Yeah, she's like when you're playing with your little 
Is it uh, a she or a he? Little sibling. Oh, actually, I think it's a he. I, I'm not sure actually now. Uh, gotta, gotta be kinda... I don't want to misgender Charmy, so I'm just going to call him Charmy from now on. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look this up as bro hour continues. Um, there are things I wanted to talk about, uh, specifically, just a side note, talking about the day-night thing. I don't know how the day-night thing works. It's literally just a progression as you go through the stages, right? Um, that yeah. it goes from Charmy, day to Charmy's, night. Charmy's a he, and yes, yeah, yeah, that's how it progresses. I, I really like that. It's such a tiny thing, but it changes so much of the mood. It it right. is purely like I like it is purely a blissful thing. They didn't have to do it, but they did it, and that's very appreciated. Um yeah. the thing I really don't like, I think my core problem is probably how the stage is because it is not like a typical Sonic game. Where yeah. you're just going through the multiple act, like you go through an act, you go through another act, and then you're done with that thing. It's it's like a wheel of fortune, and you're basically hitting a button to stop mm-hmm. on a stage, and then you have to do, you know, however many of that stage, and then you're done with that. It's five five levels per world. So so it's like five twenty five stages, pretty the much. The fifth is the no, it's six worlds, so it's thirty. Uh, thirty. Sorry. The fifth stage bad. is the boss. Uh, Yes, you're correct. Um, but that being said, like I, I don't particularly like that system. Maybe it's just me. Uh, you could go on. Maybe tell me why you disagree with that. I, I don't think. I don't think that's. I don't think you're wrong. I don't, I don't think it's a great way. But I don't think it's the main issue. I think the main issue is glaring. Unfortunately, in this game, it's and in, in the, yeah, this game, it's if, like if it's the tether mechanic. <laughs> No, no, no. It's it's a lovely design. It's the it's the thing that keeps this unfortunately from from greatness, um, because as you said, I totally agree. I think the tether mechanic is you know, ca- it can be a little rough. It can be a little, uh, take some time to get used to to get used to. I mean, the game at the start even has like a tutorial like sort of demonstration of like its mechanics like think and of that tutorial games. makes you do the same thing over and over again because like hey you need to know it there's yeah, no like, way around think of how many yeah. games do that like uh at, at that point like 2d games like here's like here's a tutorial <laughs> yeah. start start with this tutorial um and and i do think um i think it's also fair to say that it really shines in actual multiplayer with uh, another person rather sure. than with the uh, CPU. So all that aside, let's say you have a per- you have one and you learn the mechanics and stuff. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, and that's uh, even if no one unfortunately can can deny this, not even the the fans that have championed this as a as an underappreciated game for many years, uh, which you know, I'm including myself here, uh, is unfortunately the bad and empty level design. It's um, it's it's just not very interesting. There's not much going on. In those it's really hard to die. It's really so, hard to die. It's it's really hard to die. It's the game is very easy. You're just breezing through those levels. It's basically a playground for the mechanics, but not really a sort of designed like um <laughs> like like <laughs> obstacle course, <laughs> like like how it should be for a platforming game. Um, and and that's that's just a, it's 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 a, such a shame. Not to say it's the only issue. Like you said, sure, uh, the traditional 
layer like um structure to the game could have been more beneficial i think yeah, i wasn't done complaining <laughs> what, what do you say oh yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe the bonus and special stages were part of your okay yeah, okay um, i was gonna say about them you actually yeah. like the i like the special stages i do like mm-hmm. them um Let, particularly because for the for the listener real quick so bonus stages you get if you have 20 coins and go on a ring in a level that's the equivalent think of sonic where you get like power-ups like think of the gacha um bonus stage in three i think where you, or is it two or three i forget uh where you get different power-ups and stuff. that's like that's where you get like stuff and the special stages you need 50 rings at the end of the level and that's where you collect the chaos rings which are the chaos emerald equivalent and you need all of them to get the good ending at the end that's that's the special stages so brogan likes the special stages okay i don't like the bonus stages the bonus stages are almost worthless to me yeah, but that them. being describe them <laughs> Uh, the bonus stages are yeah, you're basically going down. You're going down like a vortex. You're, you're falling down a vortex, and you're trying to hit different boxes of different power ups for you know scores or whatever. Um, but that being said, I I almost never wanted to use them, especially because um, I was trying to keep my rings. The thing I liked about the special stages where they were ring based, um, like however ring, however many rings you had. Were, was the amount of time you were allowed to play in the special stage, which is very good because it's like sometimes they can be unforgiving or whatever. But as long as you like in other Sonic games, if you got to like the finish line and you didn't get the thing, it'd be like, well, sorry, you're going to have to play another stage. Yeah. But you yeah. could loop back around as long as you had enough rings. Right. I, I liked that. It is reminiscent of other special stages of course uh you know i mean like every, like almost all special stages are in sonic games uh, besides maybe the besides maybe three which has it's the the orb grid thing uh, which is also in mania um but you know these kinds of like you're running you're trying to collect something and like rings our time and stuff that's it, it's specifically like the sonic 2 one sonic 2 has more of a tube but like you know knuckles yeah but this one has a much more it's much more polygonal like that like it's very rudimentary polygon-esque stuff um yeah because technically I, I wanted to differentiate them because technically even sonic one has different uh special stage thing because that's much more of like a spinball thing oh, where yeah, you're trying to fair. like rotate around that one's bad that's fair it's, it's also a bit like the um the uh, I think it's the 3D Sonic 3D one. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you're not going like there. You're like walking on the bridge, but it's doing yes. the same. And we should point this out. It's doing the same like 3D thing um, here as well, which the game has a lot of like small 3D flourishes uh, thrown in, but particularly the special stages. So when you're falling and and the the bonus stage and special stage both are like done in this 3D style basically or like with yeah with 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 3d graphical elements let's say yes it eventually goes into like a um grid version of like the special stage you can get this like grid version of it where it's like just the vector lines um those are pretty bad because i think it's ugly but that being said i still like the stages it's a bit hard to read yeah um i think those are in the middle 
of the pack in terms of bonus stages from Sonic. They're certainly much worse, but also much better in my opinion. Sure. Um, but yeah, but basically agree. I think the bonus stages are bad. Where you're falling, that sucks. <laughs> yes. No. I, and I mean, the the thing was is like I don't even remember what you got from it. I I think it was much more of a drain for me. That that was my right. thing. I don't necessarily remember if it like kept your rings or if I ended up losing rings from it. But like, it it just wasn't ever worth it for me to play the bonus stages. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, that said. Mm, I do, you know, the game is easy, but I kind of like that if you don't collect all the rings <laughs> from the uh, special stages, you get the bad ending. <laughs> like, there's no, I don't think there's like a normal ending. Uh, I think it's just, hey, either collect all these rings or everything will be on fire, the world will be burning <laughs> at the end. So <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, the, the difficulty that's missing from the regular game, it's kind of like, hey, since it's so easy, at least get these fucking chaos rings, okay? <laughs> well, it gives you so many times and opportunities to do it, is the thing. Yeah, right, right. Um, oh. And if the good ending, for the good ending, it's, I mean, it's basically just a really positive, like, splash screen at the end. Um, and in that, you'll see, you see the chaotic, but you also see Sonic and Tails, which, what the fuck? Why are they, they there? Weren't here. You didn't do anything. You didn't help us. You fuckers, just trying to steal the steal the fame here. Like, yeah. I, so, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm outraged. I'm, uh, so, yeah. You know, um, just to talk about the level design real quick. <laughs> yes. I, I want, I want, I want to draw. Number one, I want to say two things. Number one, the actual worst levels are the ones I don't remember what stages they're called. It's the one where you have to find a switch. Mm, yeah mm -hmm. those yeah. those are yikes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, 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 listen the um the level design it's 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 I, i've been saying this for years okay. re-release this game do a like a deluxe version of it give it to the mania people for for all like like i mean the mania no, people will do it yeah give it to the mania people have them do some actual levels and like fix a couple other stuff, maybe change the bonus stage and stuff like that. Do like a Knuckles Chaotix DX um, a, with like multiplayer to play the, to play, you know, to play it co-op. Yeah. And it, it's like, woof, it, um, it will, it will like, you know, jet up the charts. Like it will like be immediately, I would say in a top five Sonic <laughs> for me. Um, as such it's like a an extra ranking of just chaotics that coexists with the I regular think, sonic ranking. Okay. first i wanted to do one last point about the level oh, yeah, design yeah. okay yeah. it reminds me a little bit of sonic cds and i like sonic cd but yes, the, yes. I don't. but the thing is is very clearly there are no real pits um and I think I think Sonic, Knuckles Chaotix may not like I wouldn't necessarily say pits are the reason why the level design is bad because I think pits would probably be really bad for the tether mechanic but mm -hmm. that being said there is like basically their answer is to throw like once in a while an enemy and like if you're a specific if you're like a certain uh, 
character if you're like vector or charmy you really don't have to worry about the enemies at all and i like playing as vector enough to where i will play as vector and i will dash through and it's very relaxing and enjoyable but that being said like there there needs to be like spikes or something like <laughs> um, yeah I, th I think they yeah i think i think they were too careful with the level design just didn't go didn't like like you know they had this mechanic and i think probably considered that the mechanic itself the main mechanic a big risk and didn't want to like you know um risk too much by like having also the uh you know but by making the levels also challenging on top to navigate so um but yeah but i think they're overcorrected and the end result is unfortunately very just uh you know t flavorless let's say like they're beautiful levels but they're just not interesting <laughs> at all yeah um, yeah and, like and i mean the artists artists the 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 artistry is off the charts and the style and the mood and, and the atmosphere well atmosphere is a bit much but the mood anyway of like the the you know visuals and the music working together it's it's a beautiful game it's a great color palette you know the purples and the yellows and the reds and greens like it's 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 absolutely beautiful i think um you know matches sonic mania as like well, was a long time was the best looking sonic game for me and then mania came along and i would say they're the tie they, they have kind of different styles um but um but yeah like fill those levels i mean i wouldn't say the level design is as broken as it is in cd which um also benefit which also has a similar thing what do you mean like, by broken <laughs> that's very you know topic for a different no, day no 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 but, no no let's no 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay here's what i'll say all right yeah sonic cd isn't about getting to the end the that intricacy in level design can be frustrating because the level design is having a, a sort of esoteric, especially in the later stages, yeah, route for you opposite. to get to, to the past, right? It's That's the, the secret. It's too complicated. It's, it's not, but it's like, it's not more complicated than fucking having a giant weight on... <laughs> But <laughs> you say that but also this game is entirely like a demo saying hey look you can have a you can have a character mascot tied next to you and have it be a weight and isn't that fun I'm like it's okay here's the thing is I, I, I think the real takeaway of this is this is really what a Sonic spinoff should be where mm -hmm. it's creative, it's lively, it captures yeah. w what to really like about Sonic, the momentum, the atmosphere, the aesthetic, right, the right. personality. And yes. um, it takes those things and puts it in a unique spin. I would rather have one Chaotix than 10 Shadow the Hedgehogs, right? But yeah. that being said, like, there there should be a Chaotix too. A cha yeah, I'm sure there are Chaotix needs. mods. I, I, those probably exist and probably make the game way better. So maybe. I saw, you know what? I, I think, yeah, I recently Googled um, Chaotix uh, to see if something like that existed. And I was reading a thing. This is no joke. I was reading a description of a game of a, of a Chaotix mod and it sounded really good. It sounded really great. Like it sounded exactly like what I wanted. Uh, in many respects and then I was looking for that and I couldn't find it 
And then I noticed the site that I read this really intricate, by the way, really intricate and long description of, which like described the mechanics, the levels, the characters, everything for this Chaotix mod. It was basically a site for um, game for like fan fiction for games that don't exist, like not story fan fiction, but basically um, imaginary <laughs> imaginary games. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Like it, they just made a, up a game that doesn't exist. They made up a a a mod for a game, like a, like a extensive like reworking uh, of that was chaotic, but it's totally fi- it was a totally f- fictional intricate detailed description of that game it's like game game fan fiction <laughs> i don't know how to describe it i was so, i was so mad and also so confused <laughs> why would something like that would exist it was like a whole site for that stuff <laughs> it's just just people writing uh fictional descriptions of games that don't exist and game and mods that don't exist <laughs> That's uh, crazy. That was that was de- deflating to say the least. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it, this needs totally needs another visit. But um, let's 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 talk about one aspect. I think I think one aspect that doesn't falter as that that sort of um, does better than the general level design, I would say, are the bosses, which are generally are are are, are okay. Are fi- like I would say, range from okay to good, um, and. They they have a re- like a, also a nice stylistic uh, flourish, what, like with they the, have like little, little cutscenes. Cut yeah, they yeah. have little cutscenes that play when you like, uh, you know, when you're when you're there when you when you when they before the fight starts, and that's pretty cool. Like, that's kind of awesome. Uh, I I agree. I think one of the special th- like, I think one of the it goes into what's special about Sonic because what's special about Sonic games, especially those old ones, was. At the end of each zone, Robotnik would come out, the main antagonist of the game. It'd be like if Dr. Wily showed up at the end of every level. And and it showcases so much personality, right? So then they took that, and then they were like, how do we emphasize personality? And they were like, cutscenes, baby. Let's do a little mini, little little goofy thing right before the the actual fight and to get yeah. you in the mood. It's, it's things like that, that. Not a not an anime, not a... Not a in-game cutscene like sonic obviously has those like where something happens in a scripted way but it's like an actual like anime yes. cutscene where it cuts to like a different perspective or whatever um yeah yes yeah just to, uh, just, just to clarify that mm-hmm. sorry like the final boss is pretty cool as well uh, i didn't know his name apparently it's metal sonic kai what's the name metal sonic kai I'm going by oh, the wiki oh, here. Okay. It's clearly Metal Sonic, but like, <laughs> I didn't know like the variation of the thing. I was talking about the one where first you fight Metal Sonic and then you fight, then you fight Robotnik uh, in like uh, a big robot suit thing. Um, I was talking about that one. The Metal Sonic oh. fight is okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it then kind of ends up. We should say this is a spin-off in every sense, you know, yeah, because the story is like Robotnik and Metal Sonic want to take over this island, and so it's not even the Chaos Emeralds; it's like these rings, like I said. So it, it's it's really just like this. Yeah, it is like a side story. It's like, <laughs> um, 
but but yeah i think so my big impression of this game is or like i was always in my head it's like here's here's this 32x sonic spin-off for you guys i think there's a lot of like fresh names on this this is not going to be and this is not this is not made by sonic team this is by a different internal sega studio um or sega team let's say um and yeah it's like here you go and and what they created is like they 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 went for it in so many uh respects and just fell short uh of making an actual greatness great yeah actual great game Uh, it's a very it's very flawed well like i said with particularly one big flaw um um but i would yeah i i I think it's so it's worth revisiting uh it's a shame because they took all the characters like that's the chaotix or the chaotix now but they never revisited like i don't think there's any and they they took some music like this music in of the from this game and like sonic anthologies and they they remixed this for like billy hatcher and stuff too like they they repurposed it for other sega games they know they know it's they know what they have here they (laughs) They know they have gold they never really did anything else with the game or with the tether mechanic and it's a shame it's a shame Um, i wanted to say one other thing about the bosses we got sidetracked on the final bosses no no go ahead sorry but but it goes back to the what's special about sonic stuff um when you fight bosses in a normal Sonic game, it's almost the only time where you really utilize, like if you're Sonic in Tails, it's almost the only time where Tails does something, which is mm-hmm. he hits yeah. the boss for you. Second hit, yeah. Yeah, that second hit. And that is where this game, where it has that specific partner mechanic really tailored to it, like that's where like the momentum really becomes fun. And it, it, it it's sort of like, it doubles down on that sort of partnership aspect and it makes it fun for them. That, that, it, mm-hmm. It's those little things that propel it to like what makes it special as a spinoff. And there's, I think, one or two bosses that really also play with that tether mechanic where you're just hanging around on a tether for the fight. You're not even on the ground um, for, for them. Uh, you're basically like a yo-yo <laughs> hanging from the top and you have to hit, hit the boss. Oh, I oh that reminds me. I want to complain about one other thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's no, it's, t- okay. it's time to break out more complaints. There's that yeah. one button that allows you to basically if you get if you get your other guy stuck or it oh, like yeah, yeah, does yeah. something and you mm-hmm. press the button and he comes back, that takes away ten yes. rings. Yeah, and rings are the only thing that matter in this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's very aggravating. <laughs> It's a bit, I never I never used it, especially by the time I figured out what the point of it was. But that being said, it's just they they should have reworked that or something. I don't know. <laughs> it, it it at least hey at least at least it they address the partner getting stuck. Like there's a solution for it. Yes. It, yeah. But sure, <laughs> it's not quite at the you know it's not this new, new Super Mario Brothers thing of like you know guy pop gets into like a bubble and flies to you yeah that's an that's a more elegant and fun way to do it uh, how is sure. sonic cd more broken than this Paul? <laughs> just kidding the the level design it's inscrutable like it's it's <laughs> the level design of sonic cd i mean it's it's so interesting because because both of, ga- both of these games have everything going for them on the aesthetic side i mean arguably 
Sonic CD almost, almost, let's say, almost or even completely matches this game's soundtrack. Which I, is I agree with the soundtrack. I think exist. visually, Chaotix is much more appealing. For sure, for sure. Uh, um, but yeah, that being totally. said, like, but, but like on the aesthetic side, everything going for it, but both for me fail in the level design. <laughs> at the very least i don't have to carry around a goddamn weight of a robot <laughs> in sonic cd just chained to me it's a it's an allegory you know uh it's it's the 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 weight of uh the um well as you see it's the weight of the another sega add-on uh it's like dead weight for your mega drive that which already has a sega cd bolted on top of it and all this other 32x thing which looks like a bike helmet or something uh and i don't know <laughs> it's, it's, i don't know i guess they sonic cd also has the anime intro oh that's really good maybe they are like they, they compete with aesthetics i think chaotix is much more focused in its aesthetics like like when you do the character select screen and then you look at all of them like doing their little idle animation or whatever uh that stuff yeah. just has so much personality there's just so much personality in every aspect of this game no chaotix is uh, listen i was never i was never arguing that that CD no, no, I'm, I'm, the, I was saying CD it compliments is when you can, Pablos. Yeah, yeah. No, I was saying CD just on, you know on its own it has also also has a great aesthetic. Not quite, not not the level of Chaotix, but still the best. Uh, basically, that Sonic had been up to that point um, in many respects. Like the the style is really cool for, of the like the levels and stuff. Like it has a great art style. Um, it's just that the levels feel like they were randomly generated by a computer. That's insane. That is such a that's a crazy take. Look at look at a screenshot of like a whole level. It's like paths cut off uh, in a jarring way, like sharp edges. Like if someone cut off a like like was putting off uh, putting different pieces like like level uh, like stage uh, elements like pasting them in different no like, but here's totally but here's spots. the thing is is like what you, you're saying it is when you look i can't believe this is becoming a sonic cd cast <laughs> you're like oh yeah. but when you look at the whole thing it just looks like a mess but literally half the point of it is like a condensed section right it's that condensed section of pass so when you hit the pass thing no. and then it's like okay what part of this stage is meant for you to build enough momentum as like a spinoff or a sequel thing where it's like very yes. concentrated on momentum you're basically and then admitting it, to what i'm saying like it's it's super utilitarian it's it's, it's function it's it's functionality of like here here's just it's, it's like a super abstract design of like the this is just arranged for you to get get speed to get go into the present or past or future or whatever and not this is an no. organic organic level that from what does an organic finish, level in sonic mean what the levels in one two sonic one two three and knuckles like sure but also those are only concentrated on going left to right Sonic CD is not concentrated on that, and neither is like Chaotix. Chaotix is not about like, oh, let's that, just fucking go through it. Like, I will say, I don't think I don't think Chaotix would be better if it had Sonic, you know, two level design. I think that is that is a thing I will say. 
it it needs to completely approach things differently. Yes. Okay. But that's that is different challenges for both CD and Chaotix. I agree. Yeah. It, I, both fail to address them for me. Like both fail to tackle those to to yeah to solve that problem. Like I agree. I, I that point point taken. But the consequence for me is not to say oh just because um, one two three and knuckles uh, level design. That w doesn't work with what those games are about, what the main conceit is about. Uh, that that doesn't mean that you also exculpate them and say, "Oh, that means they're great." For me, that just means they didn't manage to solve that problem. Pumpless. We'll settle this next. Time. <laughs> right. This. <laughs> this is the warm up. <laughs> This is the warm up for the for the actual fight. Whenever that happens, I don't I don't think we have that scheduled yet. Even we'll see we'll see when it happens. Um, but for now, I think we conclude this discussion. Uh, um, I'll say I'm happy to be back, and uh, hopefully I'm happy can... to have you back. Yeah. Um, and uh, next time we will have uh, a guest for a special game. Uh, and it's the world. He's a world-renowned expert on that game. Um, I he when when I confirmed the date with him one more time, like he he uh, uh, he, uh, he he reiterated that um, he uh, it, yeah, it's a special game for him. He spent a lot of time with it, uh, <laughs> and I think knows all the ins and outs. We're talking about Murph, who's been with us for. Uh, which, what was the first Larry. game? Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, he was on the Leisure. Leisure la, la, la. Yep. You, you okay there? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm okay. The LSL cast. <laughs> um, Was Leisure and... Suit Larry's level design organic? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he will be rejoining us for the game Spore. <laughs> Spore. A fine, fine. Is it Will Wright? Yeah. A fine Will Wright. Uh, yes joint uh, EA Maxis, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very curious to see to play that. I've never never played that. Uh, it, it, it's something in our wheelhouse, but we would have never played on our own. Like, it's a very DD cast game, yes. but not by the people who play it. Yeah, yeah. So look forward to that. Uh, very excited to have Murph on again. Also, to I think he will probably uh, talk to us again about Assassin's Creed, the second part of his journey. Uh, See, Pablos, you're so down on Dark Souls, but like, as soon as Assassin's Creed talk starts, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm bringing out the bed, I'm bringing out my sippy cup, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Alright, me too, actually. So, <laughs> I'm going to bed. Good night, everyone. Good night. Time. Stay fresh. Bye bye.